Couple of quick plugs before we start today's show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our handle is at Narbos Podcast. If you want to email us, our email address is narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com. Hit us up with your comments on future episodes of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. And if you want to be on a future episode, let us know as well and we'll try to set something up. You can also uh, follow our show on all of the podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify. So please give us a follow and subscribe on any of those sites, and uh, you will be able to get us pushed to you every single week. The theme music for this show is brought to you by a band called Ew, You're a Girl and Girls Suck. They are a punk band from here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and their Bandcamp page is iagags.bandcamp.com. That's E-Y-A-G-A-G-S.bandcamp.com. They used to watch Degrassi episodes when they took breaks from recording back in the 90s. Uh, anyways, that's about it for the plugs. Let's get to this week's episode. Christ, everybody, who died? Like, what's what's with the mood? <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's Narbos and Broomheads. And uh, I'm Alan, and we're going to be talking about The Bitterest Pill, which is the follow-up to the murder episode of uh, Degrassi. If, uh, for those of you that don't know, in our last episode, Rock This Town, JT, after six seasons, dead. So let's talk about the aftermath over the course of this episode, shall we? Uh, again, I'm Alan. I'll be leaving this one. Let's go around the horn and see who's going to be joining us this week. I think we're going to start in America. Oh, hello. This is Stacy in America, uh, more specifically the New York City suburbs. Thank you for having me again. Um, oh, where are we sending it? Oh, up north, uh, away from me. Uh, uh, like, how far away is your time zone from me, uh, Ted? <laughs> do do that uh, do that grade six geography. <laughs> it's like your brain is sweating. You're like, oh, it was only it was only for two days that we learned about Canada. <laughs> no, no we had a whole unit on Canada, but of course, nice. when I learned it, uh, none of it didn't. Um, you know, what's it called? That didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that threw everybody for a bit of a loop. <laughs> yeah, it used to be Ted. Yeah, that's fair. Hello, um, Ted. Um, hi. So uh, things are fine, and uh, let's uh, let's roll it on up the road to, which is uphill for me. Let's roll it up to uh, my my good friend, my trivia partner. That's me. It's kind of down the hill, then up the hill after that. So it's kind of a, a peak and valley type thing. You're up the hill, man. You got some elevation going on. Well, you got to go down that big hill to get to the road to get to up the hill to me. So, <laughs> so that's our geography you, lesson: down the hill and up the hill. If you tune in, to <laughs> listen to. Uh, the uh, topographic uh, makeup of uh, the area we live in, the Avalon Peninsula of Newfoundland, Canada. Well, you tuned in properly, I guess. Anyways. I'm pretty confident at least half the half the listeners did that. So, um, yeah, I'm very <laughs> uh, very close to Ted. And uh, yeah, the, the time zone is an hour and a half, Stacy. Just in case you're wondering, that's what uh, it is. Yes. Yeah, later, which is weird. We have our own specific mm-hmm. time zone specific to us, and it. And I'm at work, and I work with everybody who works in Toronto and Montreal. So it, they always book meetings either after I'm done work or on my lunch, which pisses me off. <laughs> is it? Uh, 
Is it an hour? Um, like, skip <laughs> is that half? Is that half hour throughout the entire island? All of Newfoundland yes. and most of Labrador. If you really? watch CBC in Atlantic Canada, they'll say seven o'clock, six thirty, and most of most of Labrador. That's what they say all the time. Yeah. So. Oh wow. Hmm. There you go. Half an hour, everybody. Why? Why'd, yeah, you, yeah. why'd you do that? Why do you have to be so fucking unique? Huh? <laughs> it's oh. more about the, the curvature of the Earth, I think, than it is the. Uh, <laughs> Oh, the curvature of the earth over here. Hey. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, we just like being different. What do I know? Uh, before, mm-hmm. before I get into this episode, uh, I was fucking around with Chat G- GPT uh, recently. <laughs> yes. So, for my uh, another podcast I do, Super Hits Podcast, we like to get Chat GPT to tell us what the lyrics of songs are about. And lots of times, Chat GPT is relatively informative. Uh, sometimes, like in the instance where it told me that. The lyrics of Schools Out are about all the activities that Alice Cooper is looking forward to doing in the summer, <laughs> like riding his bike. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that's not it. Um, <clears throat> so for TV shows, it you know it all depends on the information that's kind of floating out there. So I decided to ask ChatGPT a few questions about what happened on the OG Degrassi. So original Degrassi Junior High, Degrassi High, Schools Out. So here's... The fun that I had. Um, I asked them if Wheels ever went to jail in Degrassi. Now, in real life, the answer is he did. In Schools mm-hmm. Out, he went went to get chips. He was drunk. He killed a kid in a car accident. He went to jail. Uh, ChatGPT agrees. Yes, in the Degrassi series, Wheels Derek Wheeler encounters legal troubles. In the episode titled "Bad Blood." Wheels becomes involved <laughs> with a group of friends who steal a car. This leads to a series of events that ultimately result in Wheels facing criminal charges. He is arrested and ends up in a juvenile detention center. See, that would have been an exciting episode. Yeah, right? Instead of a, instead of a man jail. Yes. And like instead of just dealing with Dwayne having AIDS, Wheels could have stolen car. Oh, we we steal your cars. Oh. So <laughs> Right so, there. Yeah. So then I asked, did Wheels have a dog? <laughs> yes, Wheels, a character from the Degrassi series, did have a dog. His dog's name was Dog. <laughs> <laughs> so thoughtful. Dog was a loyal companion to Wheels and appeared in various episodes in the series. He was often shown as a source of comfort and support for Wheels. And I think about all those episodes where Wheels is a fucking like sad sack. And just, it would have been so much better if the dog was with him. He could have used the dog. Yeah. Uh, dog was a reoccurring character in Wheels' storyline. I'm like, is that Joey? Like, is that who you're thinking of? Like, what's dog? Dog with a fedora. So the I, dog walked naked through the lunchroom. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> I asked if Wheels snuck the dog into school. Uh, yes. In the Degrassi Junior High series, Wheels did sneak his dog, simply named Dog, into the school in one of the episodes. It then goes on to talk about the uh, Dog Days episode where Arthur snuck a dog named Phil into the school. So, yeah. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Um, Apparently, this episode explores the challenges and consequences of bringing a pet to school and how it impacted Wheels' relationship with his friends and teachers. Now, if you go back and watch Dog Days, the episode is about suicide, everybody. So <laughs> That bro. Um, I finally asked, did the dog burn the school down? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, 
Uh, no, the dog did not burn the school down in Degrassi Junior High. The The episode Dog Days that I mentioned in my previous response did involve Wheels sneaking his dog into school. And uh, then again, it goes into the, uh, the plot, the fake plot that never happened for the episode Dog Days. So anyways, if you want, as a fun activity... Uh, go to ChatGPT and see if you can get it to give you the most absurd answers to your Degrassi questions and uh, send them to us, narbosandroomheads at gmail.com, because I'd like to know more about what kind of shit that we can uh, we can see from there. That's all I got, everybody. Too bad the next generation writers didn't have Jack, uh, ChatGPT. <laughs> they could have probably came up made, with some more logical plot lines. Made the uh-huh. show better, yeah. Yeah, they could have. I don't know. It feels like they used it sometimes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the last episode it's like okay JT needs to die how do we get there chat GPT is like throw a party for no reason mm-hmm. <laughs> make sure he reconciles with Liberty after them not talking for the whole season that's important too so yeah great and also make sure you invite Marco and Ellie because they're in university and would definitely go to a high school party because <laughs> mm-hmm. there's nothing cooler than university students coming back to a high school party yes because everybody's just like, whoa, you're so cool. Yeah, like we sit around and have fucking dinner parties, drinking wine and talking about Rousseau, and also uh, grade 12 fucking high school parties. A little bit of <laughs> yeah. both. So, yes. uh, should we just get into this episode? Let's get into it. Let's do yeah. it. So, Come, we, we talked about how the death of JT did not warrant a two part episode, but in some ways, this is kind of a two parter because. This episode pretty much entirely deals with the aftermath of his death, uh, with the exception of a little sprinkling of Ellie and Jesse in there, uh, just for fun, everybody. <laughs> um, Gotta have that B-plot. Yes, uh, it is called The Bitterest Pill. It aired in Canada on January 9th, 2007, in the U.S., February 2nd, 2007, written by James Hurst, directed by <laughs> Suds Sutherland, Suds with a Z. <laughs> Suds, what's up, Suds? Boys, Suds, Suds is here. Amazing, (laughs) fucking amazing. Uh, The -hmm. song is named after. I'm assuming it's named after a song by the Jam, which yeah, which the most interesting thing about the song to me was that it was uh, number two in the UK singles chart. It did not get to number one. The two songs that kept it out of number one, "I Have the Tiger" by Survivor, and. uh, Past the Duchy by Musical Youth. So. On the left-hand side? Yeah. Aww, <laughs> did it. <laughs> yeah. Um, are there any... Uh, I think we had a song by The Jam before, and some people on the episode were like, I don't know anything about The Jam. So does anyone have any comments about the song before we get to the episode? Uh, actually, I'll ask you, with The Jam, The Jam, well, they never made the jump of the ocean. Like, they were big influencers of, like, Oasis and, like, Paula Weller and all that stuff. Big in the UK, big in, uh, yeah, big over there. But I don't think they ever really made a super impact over here. And I kind of put a question mark on that. I think the besides wasn't, Town Called Malice might have been the only one that people knew. Yeah, yeah, like, so. they, they were on, like, uh, they were on much music and stuff. But, uh, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't. It was more like a blur impact, I guess, back in the late 70s, early 80s. I mean, the the jam were definitely not my jam (laughs) until (laughs) until I... And sips tea. Yeah. (laughs) Until I was much older, and even then, I was never a big jam person. I just, you know, they came onto my radar, and that's been about it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. 
All right, here we go in this episode. Um, we start off at JT's funeral. Uh, everybody is sad. Uh, at least there are adults there, so that's good. <laughs> They're like, the kids have to put on the funeral. <laughs> uh, no, uh, there are adults there. I think one of them, the old woman that's talking, is JT's grandmother. Yes. Uh, yes. Sean tells Emma that he thinks about getting into a room with whoever did this and making him pay. And Emma's like, well, he's in jail. And I was like, well, Sean could get back there pretty easily. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, get him from by the, the way, inside. did you notice that um, right as they were panning back from JT's grandmother to show the kids sitting that Jimmy was actually next to Sean and then he kind of wheeled away from him? And I'm like, oh, why couldn't they show them actually conversing at some point? Because that would have been something. Yeah. Why would Jimmy sit next to Sean? <laughs> nope. Friends now. Besties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um <laughs> uh, also remember uh, like a few episodes ago when what was it Spinner and uh Drake were like increase the peace man like he could have been like see told you like shouldn't, shouldn't have that fucking fight uh so Manny and Emma ask how Liberty is doing um and she says she's got nothing to say Toby also wants to speak with Liberty she's got nothing to say to him but then uh they look at Mia who is there uh, Mia, by the way, JT's girlfriend, who we was not a part of the last episode, and we didn't give a fuck about. Like, okay, I'm gonna start here. I, before we started recording this episode, <laughs> we have all expressed different opinions of how Mia behaves in this episode. Yes. I'm gonna start off by saying she was his girlfriend, like right when he died. She was the girlfriend, not Liberty. Mia. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and up until the moment that Mia left for whatever trip she went on before the party, there was no inkling from JT that he had any regrets about dating her and that he wanted to be with Liberty. Everything happened after she left, right? Right. So, mm -hmm. so in Mia's case, as far as she knows right now, there are no problems. All JT wanted was her and nobody's told her anything. So mm -hmm. just, just going to put that out there. Um, <laughs> yes. So she's crying. Liberty is like, I wish I could be like her and, and be emotional. Toby says the service is all wrong. JT would have hated it. He wanted a party. Like, yeah. Well, he uh, got stabbed at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Liberty says, you're right. He would have put whoopee cushions on the seats. And I'm like, no. Like, like if I, if I die, I would not like a lot of people standing around crying i'd like it to be like a celebration of life have some good music some good conversation but like no practical jokes like that's you know like i i just i just think jt wouldn't have been like yeah whoopee cushions on the seats at my fucking funeral please uh so yeah. toby i died yeah have some respect yeah Fuck. uh oh you fake farted <laughs> i hope the corpse doesn't smell it oh <laughs> uh -huh. So too bad, I didn't, too bad I didn't make it to adulthood. <laughs> wah, wah, me. Toby asks if uh, she'll help him do a memorial. She nods. Hopefully they get some adults to help. They actually do, so that's good. And uh, <laughs> we got the show open. One thing I noticed, too, is that uh, in the last episode, I guess uh, uh, Toby had like a broken arm or a sprained arm. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of time has passed between the death and the funeral, yet the cast is completely gone, or the, the sling. <laughs> I can't believe it took <laughs> us 10 weeks to organize this fucking funeral. <laughs> That's right. At least my arm is better. <laughs> you know, it's only a few days later. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so the episode then opens up with Miss Sove. She is speaking with Toby in the hallway and asks Emma if she can uh, come to see the psychologist as well. So children, of course, having to converse about this uh, murder. Again, remember, not an adult in sight and all the events that led up to said murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mia asks Toby... Uh, this is now this is again i don't know why the writers would do this i can't i don't understand why this would happen toby what were the words that jt told you before he died <laughs> <laughs> like he knew he was going to die and had to say something about her like yeah he had no idea he was getting stabbed in the back mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like toby should have been like i had a fucking heart on and the girl i was making out with was throwing a piss like that's <laughs> that's what was happening <laughs> Down in the bowl. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah. In fact, that girl who I think I'm assuming will show up again down the road. Who knows? Maybe she was just in there so that JT could make out and then we forget about her. Mm-hmm. Like, Saved by the Bell style. Just, yeah, yeah. You know, girl has served her purpose. But forever she'll be like, I'll always remember where I was when JT died. It's on the bowl. <laughs> yeah. Producing some hot yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so Toby tells Mia that JT told him that he wanted a bowl of oatmeal and again it's like I mean that's that is literally what the fuck they talked about but like why would you say that she asks mm. if he said anything about her and he's like no just oatmeal and if I and Mia's just like cool she's not like the fuck are you talking about like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what's going on so Manny overhears the conversation and she's immediately like that must be about liberty so she's broken the code <laughs> <laughs> well no I think didn't she say like is that what you were really talking about and then he I think that's what happened right is it all right yeah he's like no no oatmeal like liberty oatmeal you know <laughs> well, anyways, in the end, Manny deciphers the code, and Toby says, "Well, he was about to tell Liberty how he felt, and man, and uh, or about how JT felt." And Manny's like, "No, you can't tell her now. She's in shock. Now isn't the time." So sure, um, I mean, is it the time? Like, I, I, what is the time? <laughs> like, a year yeah. later? Like, what? What do we do? Yeah. <laughs> Does he ever need to say anything? Like, I don't know. Right. I think you, you do it now, you never do it. One or the other. It's not, it's not okay in a month's time. Yeah. yeah, like, what is he going to do? It's six months from now? Oh, by the way. <laughs> Remember that dead guy? Remember this the dead guy? The one that got you pregnant and sold drugs? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you had to give your kid away? Uh, he sold the baby. He admitted to me that he loved you. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't you know the standard etiquette for when y- your teenage ex-lover, father, dies? Uh, baby daddy yeah baby daddy dies how long like there's a set period of time before it's like when you fucking get a phone number at the bar right there's a set period of time before you call it so mm-hmm. which which <laughs> I assume month. yeah which I assume by the way those rules are now out the window now because there's texting right like exactly yeah I'm assuming you get the number you text right away hey does this work yeah it sounds good and then you're just texting but anyways if I only had fucking texting when I was uh, you know a teenager <laughs> so yeah, so they're all talking about this, and again, it's just like, uh, m- like Mia. Again, Mia is JT's girlfriend, 
and she's spoken to Toby and is like, what did he say? Like, my fucking boyfriend died. I wasn't there. This is trauma. Like, we forget that this is traumatizing for her, too. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to talk to Toby, and Toby's like, like, beat it. Like, what's your fucking deal? Like, <laughs> what's your beef? Yeah. <laughs> Hit the brakes. Yeah. Hit the brakes, like, ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> what? Uh, so, in the meantime, Ellie is interviewing Ashley at uh about this issue about this murder so i guess in the core that is at the u of t they're like oh hot story about about the high school murder (laughs) that's what i said in my notes i'm like why is ellie reporting on this for the university paper yeah so she's in the school fucking interviewing people and then she is distracted and they're talking about this and she says ellie says uh she's got a lot on her mind because she has not told jesse about her kissing craig and she's like if i tell jesse it will be over and i'm thinking good like tell him (laughs) please yeah ellie says have some faith it might surprise you she's like ashley or what did i say ellie yeah i'm doing it now thanks (laughs) thanks Barry. barry yeah uh, so then we have Toby and Liberty talking more about JT and she asks Toby why he's being so nice to her. And he says, I know you still had feelings for him. And she says, my feelings weren't returned. And of course, there's your opportunity, dude. But he doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. So then they are at JT's locker because, again, like they, they've been talking Here to a psychologist life. and the psychologist is like, you kids should open up the locker by yourselves. Yeah. 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 Not the parents, not the grandmother. Just like, yeah, fucking go nuts. Yeah, <laughs> go for it. Take what you want and whatever you don't want, you can give to the par- to the family. Yeah, Miss Hatzelak yeah. is like that fucking locker ain't clean it itself. Like, <laughs> get well, on it. Who do you think's gonna clean that? Ghost JT, get at it, kids. So, <laughs> Casper, he's like, he ain't coming back, jerks. <laughs> so they open up JT's locker, and Liberty's like, wow. It's just like he left it. I wrote, how else would it be? That's exact. Those are the exact words I wrote. <laughs> you mean someone didn't break in during he was death and now is, can rearrange all the shit? This yeah. is remodeled. This is beautiful. Who did this? Someone was in here. Well, actually, you oh, know my what, God. Bro? No, but you know what? Remember in the first season when JT and Toby, was it the first season or the second season? They share a locker. Yeah. And JT was really, really messy, like to oh, the yeah. point where he opened the locker and everything fell out of it. And I know that people <laughs> mature, but um, I was kind of messy in high school and that stayed for the whole time. <laughs> so mm. I feel like his locker was a little too neat. Yeah, for... it was all meticulous. <laughs> yeah. She might as well have said, like, well, that's his locker. Yeah, it, <laughs> it could be it the just, same same thing. Yeah. It was so and I said, I said, how else would it look? How else would it look? He <laughs> literally left school on a Friday thinking he was going to a party and got killed. <laughs> yeah. So Mia comes up to them, or Mia's with them. So or is, is she, yeah, she's with them. And she she's like I'd like to show a tape of JT playing with Isabella. So again, like JT is not only the his bo- or her boyfriend, but like he's in her daughter's life, her three-year-old daughter's life, who again, mm-hmm. no, like 
Mia's not only going to have to deal with him dead. She's got to talk to her fucking three-year-old about why JT isn't coming around anymore. Right? Mm-hmm. He went back to his home planet. Little yeah. girl. <laughs> so, so she wants to show this tape of JT playing with Isabella at the memorial. And Toby and Liberty are like, fuck that idea. Like... <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> fucking little kids. And like, again, it's whoa, oh. And again, like the like the idea that the writers would cast Mia like as the fucking pain in the ass enemy in this episode mm-hmm. is appalling to me. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. So they blow the idea off. They start to clean out the locker. Liberty tells. Uh, you know, tells Mia to cool down and Mia's like, I wasn't there when he died. You don't know how difficult this is. And again, the line here is supposed to be like, Mia doesn't know how Liberty feels. So it's supposed to be callous that Mia is like, you don't know how it feels when someone you love dies. But it's like someone she loved died. <laughs> like, and she yeah. and she doesn't know that Liberty, like that that shit happened. So Liberty's like, I can be as sad as you. And Mia then says, I haven't seen you shed a single tear, which is shitty. We'll admit it. And she calls yeah. Liberty a robot, which is also shitty. So, uh, <laughs> And yeah. then proceeds to do the robot in front of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> You're a talking Dude. computer. Mr. Robot, though. That's you, Liberty. That's you. Domo. Uh, Domo. <laughs> She's like, stop saying that. Domo. Mrs. Roboto. Like, yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Roboto. And then it cuts the cuts the commercial. Uh, Liberty storms off. Toby decides this is not the time to clean the locker. And he kicks a trash can. And that's kind of the end of the scene. So there you go. Toby chases Liberty out of the school and says, you know, Mia apologized. But Liberty says, no, Mia's actually right. And he suggests, you know what? Let's just fuck off for a while, get in the car and go. Like, we know at Degrassi, no one gives a shit if you leave in the middle of the day. So <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah. There are no adults around here. They don't give a shit. <laughs> All right, so now we're at the core. Yay. Wait, did you notice? Oh, no. What? Mm. You mm. didn't notice the transition scene? The guy, the girl massaging the guy's shoulder? Oh, did again? they do it again? <laughs> yes. Again? Yes. I keep missing this. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> She's been sitting on those stairs. Her hands have ha- they have to be atrophied. They can't possibly be functioning hands now. She's been massaging his shoulders since the first episode of the season. They're just skeleton hands. Yeah. <laughs> like, why can't they do more of that stuff? That would have been hilarious. Um, I'm going to ask a question to Barry. Barry, what's the greatest yeah. gift that a guy can give to a girl? Greatest gift? Yeah. A guy can give to a girl? Think about this scene that we're about to talk about. <laughs> did you watch the episode? <laughs> I did watch the episode. Jesse gives Ellie a coupon book. Oh, oh the coupon book. Yeah, that's, just, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Uh huh. And is so proud of himself. Is like he sits back, go look. It's like, it's like, look dude, at what you're like I did. 30, you're 35 years old. You can afford more than that. <laughs> I would have never done this for my second wife. <laughs> Like, <laughs> has anyone here ever given anybody a coupon book? No, 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 I did not. Okay, I also have not, and I'm I've given bad gifts before, but not a coupon book. <laughs> no, um, that basically means I have no money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm broke. Uh, also, like, if you are going to give a coupon book, why don't you have a coupon for like one hour of Jesse Lovin? Like, 
<laughs> Instead, one of the coupons is for Pizza Pizza, which is like much worse. Yeah, pizza <laughs> slice of pizza likes is pizza pizza. So I think yeah. that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. As long as a slice of pizza, as long as it's from Pizza Pizza, which is, they must have paid for that advertisement. But like, oh yeah, she should have burned the coupon book and and the whole building down with him in it. Yeah. Fun fact: Is a Pizza Pizza opening up here? Is there? There yeah. is a Pizza Pizza, isn't there? Or is that Caesar's Pizza? What's the one over on Stavanger? Is that? It's little this is very specific. That's little Caesar's. Oh, that's Little Caesars. Oh, oh okay. Pizza. Oh, geez. Yeah, because uh, just uh, Alan, uh, how prevalent is Pizza Pizza in say Ontario? Everywhere around where you everywhere, yeah, it's like, fucking everywhere. Like, it's like Starbucks. Yeah, like I don't know. Pizza. If, there's probably not more of them than like McDonald's and Subway and stuff, but they're everywhere. And of course, with a Pizza Pizza, you don't have to like a McDonald's is generally a standalone place, right? Pizza Pizza, you can stick in any strip mall, so. They're everywhere. Now, I will say, as much as I fucking crack wise on Pizza Pizza, like, I won't turn down fucking Pizza Pizza. (laughs) I I guess I I got no issues with it. Yeah. I've had it many, many times. It's it's certainly, Mm -hmm. like, not the best pizza by a long shot, but, like, it's not, it's not, like, (laughs) shit on crust. So. (laughs) That's not shit on a shingle. (laughs) It'll, uh, yeah, it'll, uh, it'll scratch the itch. That's their ad campaign. Not shit on crust. Pizza Pizza. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Wagging the finger like, no, no, it's not that. Yeah. Dairy. <laughs> um, also, I don't know what the occasion is for this coupon book. Like, he's just fucking randomly giving it to her, I guess. Um, uh, and he, he has that look on his face, like, without the voice of, like, Bill and Ted. Like, from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Like, you, I totally gave you that voucher book, so that's excellent, right? Like, but not the voice. He just like uh-huh. has that look on his face, like he's so pleased with himself. I think it's, I think it's because of the upcoming reveal. Yeah, what yeah. I, I think guess they so. haven't really. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. They haven't really talked or whatever, which and she's been avoiding him because of the whole Craig yeah. thing. Yeah, you should also get checked for STIs, Ellie. Sorry, sorry <laughs> about that. <laughs> Yeah. So he, uh, yeah. So in the back of the coupon book, he's written "I love you," and she Oy. and she says exactly what you'd like to hear in response. Wow. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. So she mm-hmm. asks her to respond with three words, and he's like, one of them starts with "I," and so she says, "I kissed Craig." <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> So she apologizes, and then Jesse's like, "Well, I fucking finger bang some chick in a bar, so you know we even, right?" <laughs> swerve. Yeah. So yeah, I, I actually got swerved by this. I was like, "Oh wow, okay, okay, fair enough." Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I he, was not expecting this. Yeah. So he admits <laughs> that they haven't seen each other in a few weeks, and he hooked up with a girl at a bar. He's probably like, you know. That night you didn't invite me to that high school party, which you know I would have loved. Like I needed to be there. So, <laughs> my element. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, he uh, hooked up with somebody in a bar. Um, Elias pissed off and and walks off. I forget if it's in this conversation. I think it may be a little bit later on. But there's multiple occasions in this show where somebody fucks around on somebody and then they're asked like, "How far did it go?" And in every case, they're like, "Well, we didn't fuck, right?" Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm always thinking, like, number one, who are you kidding? Like, <laughs> but number two, again, is the is it like is, it feels like a trope with the writers? Like, why can't they just be like, yeah, we fucking went all the way, like we did? Yeah, um, yeah. Now, is Ellie in the right here by being as upset as she is, or 
I think so. I mean, I think they both have a right to be upset with each other. I don't I don't right. think that if two people cheat, they should be like, well, samesies. Like, you know. <laughs> it's a wash. Yeah, like they <laughs> don't cancel. <laughs> yeah, they don't cancel each other out. They both have a right, I think, to be a little upset. Yeah. Toby and Liberty are in the car, and it breaks down again at an intersection so that we can get... And we already had this before, like a couple of seasons ago, where we get the Toby, my boobies car, fuck this car getting out and cussing and whatever. Liberty, of course, he's, is amused. Yeah, he's just laying the boots to it. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, they both kind of are finally kind of laughing about the situation, and then they end up smooching. Mm-hmm. At a all- stoplight, I've noticed that's going from green to red repeatedly, <laughs> and he's hanging in the passenger window like nothing's wrong. <laughs> like, that gave me anxiety looking at that going, there's got to be like five, six, seven, eight cars behind them going, watching this stupid teenager leaning in the passenger side window and just the car there. Like, nobody's Maybe. leaning on the horn going, get the fuck out of the way. Like, it's the maddest I've ever been. <laughs> yes. Um, also, they're smooching again. That girl who he was making out with at the party, she's probably in the same planet as JT by now. So, see ya. <laughs> Wow, that's, that's two right. episodes in a row that Toby got kissed by yeah. two different girls. That's impressive. Mm. That was his trade-off for not being in the credits. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so next day at school, Danny, that would be Liberty's brother, thanks Toby Ugh. for taking care of his sister. And Liberty walks by, and then Danny, for some reason, is like, if I didn't know any better, I would say something happened with you and my sister. Does Danny need to choke a dude? Okay. <laughs> we, yeah, can we just stop? Uh, yeah, like, go ahead. What, no, no, you, 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 you go. You go. This is, like, what is this? What is, like, Danny is younger. His sister is older in grade what? Level three, like, grade 12? Grade 12. Grade. And, and he's like, oh, you're dating my sister? Like, he was just at a party a dude got murdered at. Like, stop this <laughs> silliness. This, this, you know, it's just, it's ridiculous. Like, it's just so, oh, we're still going with that trope that we used when they were in sixth grade or whatever, or seventh grade. Ugh. And this whole situation is, so, so one of the writers was watching Chappelle show. Uh, because there is a <laughs> skit in it's Dave good. Chappelle's show where he's hanging out with Wayne Brady. And oh, Wayne, yes, and Wayne, yeah, yeah. yeah and that's Wayne exactly Brady is, yeah, Wayne Brady's supposed to be like the most clean cut guy, right? That's his reputation. And in one of the scenes, Wayne Brady says to somebody, "Does Wayne Brady need to choke a bitch?" And yeah, they they just were like, "Oh, that's fucking fantastic." How can we shoehorn that into Degrassi somewhere? And this is where they decided to do it. So, Ugh. Toby tells him to relax. They're just friends. Manny looks on and asks Toby. What happened again? Because Manny knows when all bad things happen, like, right? Like, she's the fucking, well, I don't even know, like, what, the soothsayer? No, that's that's the future, right? That's telling the future. She just, she knows what's happened. She sees people and she's like, oh, no, there's been trouble. He admits to kissing Liberty. And she asks him how if he's cuckoo bananas. So, Hooray. Uh, yeah, lovely. So <laughs> then she pulls him into the boys' locker room. They have a private conversation, yeah. Yeah, to have a... Yeah. Yeah. So, again, I I mean, I think that they were like, wouldn't it be funny if Manny just pulled Toby into the boys' locker room and didn't give a fuck? So, 
that's what happens. And she tells him to take the kiss back, which you you can't do that, right? Like, which I thought that because she smirks at him, she goes like, "You can't do that," you know, Toby. I was like, I literally wrote, "Why can't the show be more of this?" That's a funny thing to for her to be like, "What are you stupid?" Yeah, you know. And but I was like, you had a vision of it, like you did jokes like that. That's a funny joke that she's dismissing it out of hand, like just like, are you ridiculous? Like <laughs> it's so stupid. But they they whiffed on it. So Ellie brings a box to Je- of Jesse's shit to him at work. So you know, again, these are coworkers. Not only are they fucking right, but they're coworkers. He's he's her boss, so she has to bring his box of shit to work. So then he gives chase as she storms out, and there's this employee again who he, I think he was fucking the previous year, who's just like, oh, yeah. yeah, and yeah. she's just like, oh, oh, that Jesse, like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. the sexual harassment in this fucking office, <laughs> crazy oh, power dynamics, yeah. abuse, yeah. it's fine. So he tells Ellie that they both made a mistake that they can't, you know, just throw away, and she tells him that things aren't equal, but he tries to make it seem that way. Like, he's like, yeah, you kiss someone, I kiss someone. Where we kiss them is semantics. Like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> well, I mean, where on the bodies? He did, he did bring up the fact that she had it was someone that she had feelings for. Yes, which is a little more than just hooking up with someone in a bar. No matter how far you go, like if there's an emotional thing, it's worse though. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree. Like she, she was fully ready to leave him, right? Like he just wanted yeah. to get, his, he just wanted to get his dick wet, and she was like, "I know, I would leave you for Craig." Yeah, and if Craig wasn't a, a friggin' cokehead, she would have. Yeah, yeah. So she, you know, they argue over this, and she, uh, he asks her if she loves him, and she just says, "We have to get to the memorial," or she has to get to the memorial. So that's the end of that. Again, it's like, couldn't you just broken these two up and got rid of Jesse? Um, uh, by the way, uh, one of the comments that I was reading on Jesse's uh, Degrassipedia page from uh, you know a, a viewer comment was, Jesse is the worst character on this show who isn't a rapist. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, internet. And like everybody in the comment section was like, "Fuck boy, fuck boy, fuck boy, fuck boy." So yeah, yeah. Uh- well, I, I think when he said, do you love me, before she said she had to go to the memorial, she was like, what kind of a question is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want to hear. After the wow from seeing I love you on a coupon book, which I would actually have the same reaction because I'd be like, you're not going to say it. You're going to write it down. OK. But then <laughs> to have ass. her then to have her say, well, what kind of a question is that? I'd be like, OK, so no, you don't. OK, great. Uh, Let's just end this now. Yeah. Why even also- drag this out? <laughs> This is all at work as well. Yes. Like all yeah. this is going on during the work day, which is it's noticed by your coworkers, everybody. If you're getting on with this shit at work, people realize like, oh, okay. <laughs> and like, like not- oh no, my life's gonna be awful for the next three days if he's gonna be pissy about this breakup. <laughs> and, and not just not just in the workplace, but like during they're they're in the midst of conducting business. Like they are working. He was editing yeah. or whatever the fuck he does at the office. She came in and now she's going to an assignment. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, Toby tells Liberty that what happened the day before was wrong and he asks if he can take it back. But Liberty is like, no, no, no. Like if you, you know, do you like me? And he's like, I like you a lot. And she says, I like you too. 
problem solved and she walks away so uh, liberty down to clown so that's good <laughs> isn't it nice that liberty doesn't care that toby only comes up to her shoulder when she wears heels <laughs> in the funeral home i noted that she looks like a monster <laughs> she's like towering like i'm surprised they didn't edit in a shadow over toby while I he mean, was standing and talking yeah to her. i mean he she's really like, looks like he's about 411 in that shot like it's just i mean i know that Jake Goldsby is small. He's one of the many Degrassi short kings, but there are just yeah, some. Yeah. And even in the end of uh, Rock This Town, I mean, he's barely up to her shoulder. Mm-hmm. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> so Ellie is interviewing Drake about the stabbing. And I all I remember is how Drake had this massive crush on Ellie the year before. Right. And now they have like nothing to do with each other until they start having this conversation again. Um and and why Drake? I, I mean, I guess Drake because it's like you know, you because had an he issue. had to say the line. I think that Psycho Drake was a ticking time bomb because it became a meme. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. Uh, Drake gets to talk about Drake <laughs> and says that guy would have stabbed somebody eventually because he was a ticking time bomb. And Ellie says it's so random. And then we get like fucking Drake the philosopher, right? Ugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's like, this murder happened. Like this terrible murder. Someone got stabbed. It's you know I can't believe this happened. And she also says it's so random. It's not. They just said he's a ticking time bomb. And then for some reason Drake is like, life is random and messed up. But if you're lucky to find somebody who loves you and who you love back, then it's a gift. What? <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't bow to her right after he said that. Like, uh, he's like, and in the end, the love you take is equal to the love you make. Like, equal to the love you make. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like and what? then he goes, or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, what is happening here? Why? Like, and again, I'm not blaming Drake. Like, why are the what? What are the writers doing here? Like, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what sage yeah. she is. He'd be like, that motherfucker's dead. And do you remember when we all laughed at him because he had a big or a tiny little dick compared to Craig? That was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, funny shit. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. So, of course, this line is, I guess, supposed to make Ellie think more highly of Jesse. Again, for wh- what reason? For what I don't reason? know. Yeah. Like, like she's <laughs> like, you know what? I do love Jesse after all because of what you said now, Drake. And she tells Drake he is a wise man. So, great. Oh. And then, and then fucking uh, Aubrey Graham's like, you know how Jesse dates like high school girls and young chicks? I might incorporate <laughs> that into my real life one day. So, <laughs> one day. Yeah. Uh... Great. So, people are then called into the gym because the memorial is about to start. There's a big ass. It's actually a pretty nice fucking uh, mural of JT on the stage. Like, just giant mural. I'm assuming that Drake made it. Like, Right, he's the artist. I don't know, but oh right, Snake is up there and he's like, "Welcome to the JT or you know the JT York Memorial." And people haven't even taken their seats yet. Like he's fucking <laughs> spe- speaking, down. yeah. While people are coming in and like taking their seats, I give them for the bell goes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you have any memorials at your high school? Did anyone pass away? We had a dog uh, get hit by a car. So who uh, a, a dog? dog that got hit by a car? That was about. Oh it. my god. We had, a te- we had a teacher die. Oh fuck! When when I was in high school, my math my ninth grade math teacher uh, 
died of lung cancer when I was in 11th grade and we had a memorial for him. Yeah. And that was nice and depressing, especially because um, they got one of the theater kids to sing Goodbye, My Friend by Linda Ronstadt, which is like one of the most depressing songs ever. <laughs> and we were all like bawling at the end of it. But yeah, we were all in the gym and it was a memorial for him. And I was just wondering if anyone else had to go through that kind of trauma when they were in high <laughs> school. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. never... We were fortunate enough. There's there were people in my uh, grade and in my school who passed away very shortly after we graduated, but not when I was there. So fortunately, yeah, we did not have same. to do that. Same with us. We had the, 1993. There were six people that graduated my high school, varying varying grades, who died in different ways. It was like <laughs> insane, and it, it, like our parents didn't want the rest of us going anywhere because they were afraid there was some sort of curse on our high school. <laughs> Um, though when I wasn't, I'm trying, I think she died. Well, let me hold on for a sec. I need to do uh, laughing like, but yeah, so, so when um, I went to college, Jeanne Sauvé, uh, Jeanne Sauvé was the first, uh, she was, a wow. you know, she was a prominent politician for, uh, in the conservative party and then became like, I think the first female governor general of Canada. Uh, so of course she passed away like four years after the school opened when we were still like, you know, in grade nine and not everybody, but there was a small pocket of kids. It would have been like the Simpsons where it's like, Oh, Jean Sophie's dead. And they're like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Day off. Yeah. (laughs) We did not get a day off. That would have been, that would have been even better. That was like when I was in sixth grade and the challenger blew up and everyone was like, are we going to get a day off because a teacher died? I'm like, are you kidding? Like, even at 12, I was horrified by my classmates. <laughs> mm. oh my God. Yes. Uh, so we get this memorial, this big mural, Snake talking to people. He says, we're here to celebrate uh, JT. And then he's <laughs> like, I've got a slideshow that I want to show you. Now, we've all watched the episode. I wish I could pull somebody on who had not seen this episode. So I could say... Who are the two people who helped Snake with this fucking slideshow? Of all people. This is <laughs> this is the most upsetting thing about the last two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one is Spinner. So Spinner is dumb as shit. Uh, yes. <laughs> and doesn't doesn't you know like didn't really have a lot to do with JT. I think he wanted to pound his ass because he thought JT was going to try to you know worm Paige away from him for years. But I believe that's the extent of their relationship. So for some reason, Spinner is now the fucking multimedia genius. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other person, Peter. What? Um, can you back it up there a bit? I didn't hear any entrance uh, theme. <laughs> Sorry. there it is what in the fuck is this (laughs) i was so i was i am still i'm fucking furious about this like (laughs) like maybe if maybe if it was like and i you know obviously we're not gonna get get into this backstory but it's like okay maybe peter because you know he showed the breasts of another student, or planted drugs in someone's <laughs> locker, or fucking sicked a pedophile onto uh, another student, which, which... Ma- right? Maybe now this is the time where they're like, Peter's being punished. He has to do fucking you know multimedia shit with uh, Mr. Simpson for the rest of the year, right? Like, but mm-hmm. that's that's not what it is. I think it's just 
uh, look at Peter. He's kind of a good guy. He helped me put the shit together. Why would you choose? What what the fuck? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Anyways. Why would you trust him? Out of all the... Well, there's too many non-playable characters at the grassy, but like of all the people, <laughs> he fucking and like and why did they even have to like? It could have been just two random guys helping him with the slideshow. Yes, absolutely, that he made. just randos. Like, yeah, it's like fine. just two random guys, and maybe Toby helped him with it because Toby was friends with JT and gathered all the pictures for the slideshow. And it's good why? at multimedia. He's better than fucking Simpson at it. Yeah. Like, and he's definitely better than Spinner at it. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> But and I, this is the question of all the things in this season that I want to write the, talk to the writers about. Why did you choose <laughs> these two? What was the motivation here? Was it just random? Did you pull their names out of a hat, or because you must have had <laughs> an idea? To, was it another? Was it another uh, instance of them wanting to include everyone in the show? Because Drake didn't need to say what he said yeah. <laughs> either. That's yeah. the only thing that makes sense. Is get him, get him, get him some screen time. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I, I fucking don't get this uh, one bit, but uh, anyways, here we are. It would have been great if Peter had fucking snuck in a shot of, like, topless Manny and fucking <laughs> <laughs> into the slideshow and been like, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking Sean in his fucking, time. yeah, Sean in this fucking uh, jail fucking coveralls. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we get a slideshow, and for a 2007 slideshow, it's very nice, you know? <laughs> You, you you put yes. the you put the slides into the program. You set the fucking settings to random, like how to you know, ten seconds between pictures, random animations. Put some music over it. Very lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the slideshow is going on, uh, Mia approaches Toby and is like, "I, I want to really show this video of my boyfriend <sighs> with my daughter, who I probably just told JT's fucking dead, and now she's ruined for life." Right? Uh, and Liberty's like, "We don't have time." So, uh, so, uh, but I think Toby, or sorry, Liberty says we don't have time, but Toby is like, we do have time. And, you know, or sorry, yeah, I don't know. I'm wrong. I, my fucking notes. I'm not editing this. The slideshow is playing like, and they're (laughs) off to the side, not watching said slideshow. Everyone else is watching except like the people who should be really sitting there with the crowd watching it. And they're like, play it. Don't play it. Play it. Don't play it. Yeah. Like, they're up in the rafter somewhere. Like, I don't get it. Well, and like, Toby- what are you doing? Go sit in the crowd. Are you crazies? Yeah, yeah. And Toby and Liberty are the ones that decide what fucking gets displayed here. Like, <laughs> also, fuck, play. Like, we've met JT. So you're going to play a video, a sight unseen. Like, yeah. Lord no, that's gonna be like JD flexing in a mirror or something. <laughs> like, you know, or something stupid. Now, and you're just gonna pl- like pop it in the player and just play it. It's like, come well, on, man. Throw it on live, see what happens. Now so will- it's, to- it's Toby and Mia talking at this point. Yeah. Uh, uh Toby and Mia, <laughs> um, but then yeah. Liberty Liberty says they don't have time and, and Toby initially agrees we don't have time and Mia's pissed off at him. Um mm-hmm. So look, also we're gonna get we're gonna eventually see this video, and I I don't want to be an asshole, I promise. But like if they showed this video at this thing, for like the first, you know, 15 seconds, I'd be like, aw. And then I'd be like, okay, like, <laughs> like we don't need yeah, to we wrap don't it up. Yeah, we get it. Like we don't need to watch this for fucking five minutes. So like <laughs> yeah. JG and this this <laughs> kid going down a slide, it's fine. So 
uh, you know, he asks Mia, like, why are you getting so upset about this? Which again is like, what? Like, why would you ask that? Uh, so she says that, and now she, again, she gets a little fucking mean. She's like, well, JT used to call Liberty, Liberty 3000. And, mm. and he couldn't stand there. And the, I think, first of all, that must've been a pleasant relationship where fucking, Mia and JT would get together and he would just bitch about Liberty the whole time. Oh, always nice. <laughs> yeah. People talking about their ex. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. And like, even if you think their ex is a piece of shit, it's a really, if you date somebody and they are talk really mean about their ex when it's over, like not only is it like, okay, you should be over them. But secondly, that tells you a lot about that person. Yep. Yes. Also, spoiler, you're next. Yeah. <laughs> Like you will be in the next relationship, the bad guy or the gag girl. Like, yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. Daddy. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, she says that uh, uh, JT could not stand Liberty. And Toby's like, she said the exact opposite to me. <laughs> Fuck. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And so then we get the whole spilling the beans to Mia, which is completely fucking unnecessary. And not only that, but after she leaves, we also see that Liberty has overheard the conversation. So now she's aware of how he feels. And Liberty then, uh, you know, agrees to play the tape. She she finds Mia and it's like, we'll play her fucking tape. So great. Great. <laughs> Barry, what do you think? Team Liberty or Team Maya? I gotta sit on the sidelines completely on this one, I think. <laughs> oh, you're gonna do the gentle side. You fucking coward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on team both of them because they're teenage girls and they're dealing with something very traumatic and you don't know how to deal with shit like that. I, I don't I don't think that Liberty and Toby are pieces of shit. Like I, I wouldn't say mm. how dare they treat Mia this way. I think that everything here is totally plausible. People don't know the other people's perspective and they're all in mourning. I mm -hmm. blame the writers. The writers are trying to tell us that Mia is an unreasonable fucking mm -hmm. piece of shit. And it's like, she's right. not, yeah. right? Right. Uh, cat. I'll agree with that. Cat. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because they do write her character as that we've never seen that, but now we see it. Like, hmm. <laughs> Like that might as well be her lines. Like, <laughs> and then like they might as well had her snarling and sniffing. <laughs> you know, it would have been just the same thing. Yeah. Super writers. Uh, I, I will say Toby making out and having feelings for his best friend's love of his life three days after he died is probably not a good look for Toby. I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Mm -hmm. that's not great yeah he's up there bud i mean look when you're emotional i guess shit could happen but like for sure i don't think that i'm kissing my best friend's fucking like my dead best friend's ex ever yeah. i just i just can't see it no yeah. and again like you know there you this is this shit really does happen like i'm not gonna say it doesn't but usually you know it's uh like you know there there's drama but i don't know i just not buying it with these people i just i don't i don't <laughs> buy it Mm. Uh, all right. So again, <laughs> hey, if you've uh, kissed your fucking dead best friend's ex, and uh, we're talking shit here, <laughs> narbusandbrewheads at gmail dot com, please. Yeah, that is great. Yeah, let us let us know, please. 
<laughs> Send a uh, self-addressed envelope. Yeah, your address. and Brumades. Full name, all your social media, so that everybody can follow you and congratulate you on how brave you are for saying the truth, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is what people would do on the internet. That's what uh, mm-hmm. we'd like. So thank you. Hashtag, they wouldn't tell you to kill yourself. <laughs> Sorry. That's not, a, that's not a hashtag, but anyways. Uh-huh. You get the point. Yeah. So... Toby and Liberty are now having this conversation and he says, I didn't tell you because I was trying to protect you. And she's like, well, why'd you fucking kiss me? And he's like, I had, it was a leftover hard on from the party three days before. <laughs> it was a latent hard on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just just pop out of there. Yeah. Uh, she <laughs> says that things are idiotic and he says, well, I've developed feelings for you, but of course I know it's never going to happen. And she's like, yeah, well, I wish I had JT, but that will never happen either. It's like, yes, he's dead. So you're correct. <laughs> That's how death works. <laughs> hmm. So Liberty gives the tape of JT and Isabella to Spinner to play, and they play it as well, and people like it, but they're also really sad. And that's where Liberty finally cries. So I guess she's not a robot after all. Explains <laughs> <laughs> it perfectly, too. Like the music still going, and then it just goes. You to see, that video. Did you see Spinner's stupid face, too? He's like, <laughs> She walked over <laughs> the table. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Spinner got a real Scooby Doo face. <laughs> like, Oh, <laughs> oh uh, also, just throw in to do an Arlo. Shout out Arlo. Uh, the, for the montage, this was. Newfoundland's own Damina Doyle for Say What Your You Will. Oh yeah, wow. Say what you will. So say yeah. Say what you will before it's too late. Like why there don't you, you just go. hit me over the head with a hammer at this point? <laughs> Doesn't quite rhyme, but you know, it's, it's, it's fine. Artists will do what they do. <laughs> so now we're back at the core. Uh Jesse tells Ellie that her- <laughs> do it, say it. <laughs> That's say the exact it. reaction. <laughs> yeah, we're at the core. Jesse tells Ellie that her article is good. I guess this is the like you know, uh, my my uh, who would a JT have been to her? Somebody who I went to school with, who I didn't talk to, but I went to this fucking party even though I hated the person hosting it. Died there. <laughs> it's a long story. Yeah, by Ellie Nash. So it's a really long headline. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then fucking Jesse is reading it, and he's like, "You were talking to Drake about a murder, and then he gave you this line about love. Like, what the fuck?" Mm-hmm. But no, Jesse tells Ellie that her article is good, and Ellie gives him a coupon for pizza, and she's like, "Let's go have pizza, pizza," because nothing says let's fucking get back together like a fucking <laughs> slice from pizza, pizza. So, um, high sodium. And, and did you notice? He also says, oh, I see you fished that out of the trash. <laughs> and I'm, I'm amazed and say, like an animal, like a dog. <laughs> you wait for the garbage you can. You you pull that out with your snout. <laughs> like, but he actually does say, I see you fished that out of the trash. You're like, what a shitty thing to say to somebody. Like, you fished it out of the trash. Like, what? <laughs> what is going on here? Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, did she say did she say a line something about ham and pineapple shouldn't go together, but they should? Yes, yes, yes okay. she did. Yeah, they had to have a fucking <laughs> witty banter about pineapple on pizza. So, which, by the way, what's the uh, verdict around this? Uh, these parts? Yes, no. It's fine. Yeah, yes, it's fine. It's yes. I thought it was the weirdest thing ever, and then I went out to Arizona, had it, 
And I not only had pineapple and ham on pizza, but I dipped it into bacon ranch dressing. And it was one of the best things I've ever had in my life. (laughs) I'm saluting you, Stacy, right now. You can't see it, but I am. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I agree totally. Um, Not the dip part, but I'll do the pineapple on pizza. So, Um, Also, I I like to think that when she's like, I found it in the trash, Jesse would be like, "Um, if you found any used condoms, I swear they're not mine. (laughs) 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 so they're uh yeah they're back together i wrote uh with uh one two three four five six seven use sucks so <laughs> i just put yawn in large letters yeah mm-hmm. uh we're back at uh jt's locker mia and toby are there and mia says you know I kind of always knew about JT's feelings for Liberty. And I'm like, did you like what? <laughs> is it because she wouldn't shut up? He wouldn't shut up about her. Cause you know, if someone's talking about how much someone is a pain in the ass, it's like, if I don't know. I feel like if someone keeps bringing someone up, there is something there. You would just like, forget the person if you didn't like them. Yeah. Or again, if you're yeah. caught up on them, you would be like, I just it's it's just such bad it's such bad form to like if it comes up in conversation like of course people are going to talk about their exes but to like sure but to like shit talk them like and and yeah, constantly yeah. talk about them like there's a problem there's a serious problem yeah yeah and she's like he called her Liberty 69 at first and I had to tell him <laughs> to change it to Liberty 3000 because it was weird <laughs> <laughs> too much sex yeah. so yeah she's like <laughs> I, I feel like I always knew about his feelings for Liberty and then Liberty shows up and they're like you know what fuck it let's uh, let's clean out this locker again and they open it up and Liberty's like it's just like he left it <laughs> <laughs> wow it really is just like he left it yeah yeah and uh, but that's it show over uh, the end so um, yeah he's dead <laughs> He did. Yeah, he yeah, did. Wasn't, wasn't the dream. No, no. Uh, so uh, that's the uh, that's the you know two parter. Not really a two parter, but the end of the JT Death series. So, what do you all think? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> ah, I love. It. It yeah, it was there. I mean, I don't. I don't think there's many revelations on this episode. It. I, I like I said. Like, I will say, Toby. I wasn't. Uh, I think that was really not servicing his dead friend uh, very well by uh, trying to first wanting to tell her, then not telling her, then hitting on her, then trying to keep it from her because he's afraid he's going to ruin his chance with her, with Liberty. Yeah. I, I think that's that was a pretty shitty thing I don't know to do. That's icky. That's really icky. Yeah. I mean, I, I get that they're teenagers, but that's icky. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of shit. And yeah. I think, and I think that again, I think we're supposed to be left saying like. Well, it's a crazy time. Like he was confused because I don't think we address this again. Uh, or if we do, it's oh, not really? a major story. I don't think it's a major storyline anymore. Like I think we just no. move on. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's just like all right, <laughs> that's over. It's like ah, it's a thing. <laughs> like that'll be a thing that's always there. So I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, next time that we uh, come your way, talking about season six as we roll on. There's more. Yeah. If you leave. Isn't the end of the, the end. 
No, well, we're getting close. It's only a 19 episode okay. season, so we oh, are getting okay. there. Uh, if you okay. leave is our next episode. Manny's parents want her to uh, move home after the tragedy at Emma's house. They're just like, well, look, someone fucking died there. Maybe you should come come home. So, I mean, I like I how it, take, it took a few weeks for them to come to that conclusion, by the way, because when that episode picks up, it's been a couple of weeks since JT <laughs> died and they're all of a sudden like, we think you should come home. I think that would have happened Saturday after he died. I, uh, if I were a parent, I'd be like, I think you should come home. Great. And not live deep, by the murder house. Thinkers. Yeah. And uh, we get we get to go back to a storyline with Marco worried about Dylan fucking around. So, yay, yay, can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there you go, everybody. Uh, I guess uh, guess that's it. <laughs> Great. Really, really ending with a lot of steam. Let's go around the horn <laughs> and say goodbye, everybody. Let's start in America. America, it is. <laughs> Hello, Stacy. SR Gots on uh, Instagram. I almost forgot what platform that was. Um, uh, Stace Gots on Twitter, and you can see my happy, smiley face on YouTube on Locked On Yankees. And let's go to New. How do you say it? New, New? It's okay. Don't be afraid. New Finland. New Finland. Oh, no. oh, no. oh, Finland. oh, 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 relax your. Oh, <laughs> just relax your mouth. Just go. Newfoundland. Newfoundland. There you go. See, Yay. that's how you do it. <laughs> Newfoundland. So, uh, We're coming there. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Barry, who goes first? Me or you? <laughs> you <laughs> go ahead, man. <laughs> I'm Ted. I'm going to say about three on Instagram machine, which I need to update, which I haven't updated in a very long time. Uh, yeah, so you can come there and see, I don't know, various things. Linda's pro- definitely one of them. Sugar the Cat might be another. She's outside tonight somewhere just partying out in the uh, cul-de-sac. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, throw it up the road, up the hill to Barry. Yeah, tell Sugar the Cat to watch out for them Lakehurst. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you might get stabbed between the shoulder blades. Yeah, Sucks. and end up in a puddle of blood and pee. That's right. That's I'm right. Not yeah, don't, give me that pe- don't give me that vet bill. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Barry, you can follow me on. I guess it's X, not Twitter. I Ugh, call it. Ugh. It's the X. Uh, Do you Barry update Air. that? Do you update that? Do I update what? The X, the Twitter, the whatever. I don't, I don't post anything on there anyway, so there's really no need to follow me, to be quite honest. <laughs> just, follow, just nothing going on. Yes, right. Just to say, just to add a follow. But uh, yeah, I don't post anything. But yeah, Barry Airflow on Twitter. And uh, I'm Alan. Uh, by the way, Stacy, I'm going to spend a few hours in your state tomorrow. I'm heading down to Buffalo, which I still think, you know, as a nickname, people should call the Big Muff. But I uh, <laughs> still hasn't uh, still hasn't taken off yet. But I'll be uh, spending a few hours in Buffalo tomorrow. So very excited yeah. for that USA USA and all that business. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you can find me on uh, the social media slip with five eyes or slip. And this podcast is at Narbas and Broomheads podcast on Instagram, which is kind of the most active uh, place for us. And if you want to write us with uh, your fucking chat GPT uh, fan fiction uh, Degrassi storylines, then uh, send us a note at Narbos and Broomheads at gmail.com. And until next time, everybody, we will see you when we see you. Peace. We have a baby. baby. <laughs> well, I just said I was going to get my love. I was meant to do my homework.
Yeah!